you are now on air. Morning audio date is 04.25.2023. Current time is 06 a.m. Eastern Time here in upstate New York. That'd be the southern tier of upstate New York where I live and reside. And this is the Fireman Rich Audio Podcast Morning Coffee for 04.25.2023. And good morning, Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on the Spotify for Podcasters app, doing another audio podcast, the Fireman Rich audio podcast, Morning Coffee, formerly known as the Anchor Morning Audio, but Anchor's no more, but how y'all doing? Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich here on Spotify and all those other fine uh, audio platforms that Spotify puts my podcast, audio podcast to. And uh, you can also find me over there on Twitter at Fireman Rich as far as where I post good links to good stuff as far as what I am doing here on these interwebs. And we're getting our day started here this Tuesday morning where we do the audio, the audio podcast. <laughs> Um, and it wouldn't be a podcast, a morning podcast, uh, if we didn't have the morning coffee. And I just had a little sip here before just coming on, just stirring up the teaspoon of unsweetened cocoa that's in my uh, coffee here. Other than that, I just drink it black. But if I was over in Italy, I probably would have a cappuccino every now and then, which I have had. But uh, we are getting our day started here today, uh, this morning. Uh, hashtag positive start today. Hashtag PSTTD. And uh, I've actually completed, let's go ahead and back out the intro music. I've actually completed uh, last week my first week of no more work. Yeah, I'm... I'm cruising towards that golden ticket they called retirement, and uh, I got some good news last week that uh, uh, the folks there at uh, Social Security say I'm I'm all good. All the I's have been dotted, the T's have been crossed, and uh, uh, it's just a matter of of uh, wait for my birthday next month, and then I will be officially retired. And uh, right now I'm just cruising through some vacation time that I had uh, that I didn't know I had. I thought I used it all up, but I had three weeks because my uh, anniversary date of when I started was just about, uh, about what, a month, month and a half before I was getting ready to retire. So, uh, well, actually two months before. I'd be in March. Uh, So uh, that automatically reset me with three additional weeks of vacation and I said whoa that's cool and uh, 
they wanted me to stay longer saying, well, in May, we'll go ahead and extend your, once you, you, you retired, we'll extend your, you know, give you a paid vacation during that time. I said, you can't do that. That's going to mess up my Social Security. You can only make so much uh, when you're on Social Security from, uh, I think it's 65 to 67 or something like that. And I don't want to have any issues with the folks there in Social Security because they've been done an outstanding job um, as far as uh, taking care of me. And also the missus. The missus is retired. She actually is retired and should be getting her, her first check here shortly, soon or something like that. But uh, um, it's been a good first full week last week of not working. I, I was pretty busy, though. I, I, I have to admit, I was probably just as busy um, running around doing things and stuff like that. And it was at my pace. It was my time. So it was very enjoyable. So just reviewing the last week and um, been doing uh, my normal schedule of live streaming Monday, Wednesday, and Friday on Twitch and being being available for other broadcasters uh, uh, as far as uh, my good friend Tony D, who is uh, a broadcaster over there on Twitch and a whole bunch of other places and as far as that goes. And uh, Tony D, uh, his uh, Twitter handle is at Tony Tone. 163. Tony Tone, T O N, 163. Tony Tone, 163. Give him a plug here. I, I don't normally plug uh, individuals on my my audio podcasts. Well, no, I just like it. I just do. My good friend Ed Waters. Ed Waters is another one. Uh, Free Circle 3. He's a good guy. Um, he has, he, I just saw, I got to catch up. I'm, I'm one, be, I, 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 his last podcast, I haven't. Had a chance to listen to. Well, I have had a chance. I'm procrastinating now. But uh, Ed Waters, uh, he has the podcast Dead America. Give uh, my good friend Ed out there in Oregon uh, a plug there. He's a great guy. And I hope all is well with you, Ed. I know you'll be listening. And uh, the best to you and your family, sir, as always. And um, he's a great inspiration as far as me continuing to do the audio, which is fun to do. But it's always uh, a great help when you have uh, uh, someone that uh, is doing the same thing and uh, gives you uh, uh, inspiration to go ahead and keep on doing the, uh, the thing. And it's a work in progress, as I always like to say, because I'm not no professional. That is for damn sure. But uh, we are getting our day started here in the southern tier of upstate New York, and we're waking up to... Uh, temperature of 36 degrees Fahrenheit, which is a little cool, but that's okay. There's no white stuff. We're past that. I think we're way past that now um, with the blossoms on the pear tree outside the window and the robins flying around there. I've seen one. Is that a robin or is that a sparrow? Oh, that's a sparrow. I've been noticing some sparrows at the bird feeder right outside the window here that, uh, you know, how a sparrow is just a little brown, dull brown and stuff. There's, there's two variations. I'm seeing this one that they had like a, a black, white cap and uh, white streaks. And uh, it's a little different. Now I'm seeing uh, these sparrows. They're, they're like a sparrow-sized bird, but they have like a yellow streak on either side. But the rest of them, they look just like a sparrow. So i got to look that up in my bird book here um, as far as a bird guide, bird watcher's guidebook, I guess it, it's called. Uh, but 36 degrees Fahrenheit out, which equates to 2 degrees Celsius, or centigrade. It's the same thing, I believe. 
as far as that goes. And um, it was wasn't too bad of a day. It's so sort of cool We're in the fifties. Uh, I did get my walk in. I'm, that's another thing I'm I'm doing regularly. I did uh, Monday through Friday, and then uh, took Saturday off. Took a walk with the missus there to go get the, the Weagle Penny Saver. Check them out online, the Weagle Penny Saver. I have nothing to do with the Weagle Penny Saver, but it's a good uh, uh, online. They're online, but they still produce every weekend a paper copy that you can pick up at local uh, retailer places like uh, uh, the gas station, the supermarket. Uh, um, I was even... Um, Somewhere yesterday, I don't want to really say where it was because that would be painting a big picture uh, at another location that was, uh, that, that they're all over the place and they come out like on a Sunday, Saturday night and we usually walk up to the local uh, convenience store gas station uh, here in the village that, uh, and they have them, we snag one and we walk back, it's a good 15, 20 minute walk. But I've continued my walking this past Sunday, had a good walk yesterday, plan on going out for a walk this morning, uh, probably right after I post up this uh, audio podcast. So, uh, But we got, uh, what, sunshine and clouds mixed today, high of 54, so it's going to probably be a little bit uh, of the same as, as yesterday. Winds light and variable, because it was, it was sunny with some clouds and stuff. Uh, we had a little, I think we might have had a little bit of rain yesterday, a little bit of rain. Sun will be rising this morning at 6.11, which is actually in uh, two minutes. It's 6.09 a.m. right now, two minutes as far as that goes. And the sun will be setting at at 7.57 p.m. tonight. So we're pushing past, we're pushing towards that 8, 8 p.m. and past that. So the days are getting longer, and that's what we'd like to see. Uh, we do have a thought for the day, and our thought for the day is, um, let's see, let me bring it up here, from Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, I've had uh, a few quotes from him before, and uh, he is a great actor. He's, he's, he's battling some challenges in his life, and uh, he is an inspiration as well and uh, Michael Andrew Fox known professionally as Michael J Fox is a Canadian American activist retired actor began his career in 1970 he rose to prominence uh, portraying Alex P Keaton who couldn't forget him Alex P Keaton uh, Keaton uh, on the NBA NBC uh, sitcom Family Ties but then he went off to do some movies um, uh, What's that? The uh, uh, oh, what is it? What's that movie he was in? Um, uh, Back in time, as far as that goes, and uh, I believe that what. Let's see what what was his movies here. Let's see what was some of his movies. He, he was in some pretty good movies here. Uh, Back to the Future. That's what I say. Back to the time. <laughs> Back to the Future, um, and Back to the Future Part Two uh, were uh, some of his. Uh, uh, is two prominent movies as far as that goes. So, uh, and those were really good movies, really good movies as far as that goes. I think they made a third one too. But um, he was born in uh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and um, uh, he was a payroll clerk. Oh no, his father was a payroll clerk. His parents uh, moved uh, in Canada there ten years. 
their 10 years old son. His parents moved there 10 years old, his three-year-old sister, Kelly, Karen, and Kit. He has some brothers and sisters, which is good, uh, uh, to Vancouver, British Columbia, after his father, a sergeant in the Canadian Army Signal Corps. So, let's see. Oh, his mother was a payroll clerk. His, clerk. his, his father was a Canadian uh, Army Corps Signal Corps and retired. Thank you for your service, sir, to the Canadian military. And uh, during these years, Michael developed his uh, desire to act. At 15, he successfully auditioned for the role of the 10-year-old series called Leo and Me. And uh, let's see, Leo and Me, uh, a movie that goes back to when? 1978. Okay. So he started at an early age, and then he got his break on NBC as far as that goes. But we have a good, I, I talk about the aspect that he had, to, uh, uh, you know, his parents and his brothers and sisters, he had a family and stuff. And this is a quote from him, Michael J. Fox, concerning family. And he, he places some emphasis on family because um, uh, it's a very, very uh, good quote, I believe. Family is not important, is not an important thing. It's everything. It's everything. The family is everything. Um, and these days, uh, there's different ways of looking at that family thing, I guess you could say. You have the traditional family, which I, I have a traditional family um, in a sense, and um, uh, that's my bedrock. Um, I, I may not agree with everything <laughs> what everybody says in the family and stuff and not really share the same views, but we, we, we're still family first as far as that goes. And that's very important. It's, um, um, you can have disagreements, and I always say this now, this, it's, it's this time in my life, you can, because um, I've had a lot of disagreements with people over the years, but uh, when it comes to family, it's, it, you can have disagreements, but you're still family as far as that goes. And uh, uh, as far as holding grudges against family, that's, that's, uh, that's not really a good thing. So Michael J. Fox has, uh, uh, and you can have family, like when I was in the Air Force for 20 years, I can say that my family was, um, the United States Air Force and the people I, I worked with, lived with as far as over those years and until I started my own family, immediate family, I guess you could say. Um, uh, I could also say I had sort of a family where I worked in a sense because there's people that cared about you. When people care about you, they are part of your family as far as that goes, friends and coworkers and people that do care about you. So uh, family is not an important thing. It's everything. Michael J. Fox. So that is our thought for the day, a quote from Mr. Michael J. Fox. And we wish him well, along with the best to his family. A very good quote. Uh, let's see. For our national day today, today is Tuesday, April 25th. It is the 115th day. It is the 17th week of the year, and with 32%, 32% through the year. Wow. Uh, let's see. Yesterday we had two. Now we have a whole bunch. So let's see. National East meets West Day. Okay. If you're on the east and west of us. 
let's see, National DNA Day. Okay, that's that's a good one. National Library Workers Day. Yeah, thank the library in there. That's good. National Telephone Day. I don't know. Does anybody have, has a picture of the traditional telephone? I still have one sitting here on the desk. It's sort of, it's not the dial type, but it's a, the, one of the first original push button ones that still works. National Hug a Plumber Day? Eh, it's, you know, a plumber is probably your best friend when you really need them and stuff. Other than that, you don't want to see them, I guess. I don't know. I like this one. National Zucchini Bread Day. National Zucchini Bread Day. Let's go ahead and go with that one. And actually, I want to post this because I like zucchini bread. I like banana bread, too. Banana bread is a good uh, good thing. So let's go ahead and post this up on the Twitter as far as that goes. And um, this is a good one. We always like the foodie ones. The foodie ones are pretty good as far as that goes. And um, let's see. Where did I put the... Uh, there it is. Uh, let's see. Each year on April 25th, National Zucchini Bread Day encouraged bakers to make this delicious bread. Hashtag National Zucchini Bread Day. And let me post this up again here. Let me post what I just said there, and then I'll give you the, the rundown on National Zucchini Bread Day. Let's see. Post that there. And, uh, and there we are. We just posted it. It's up on the Twitter, a picture of a good... Uh, a cut loaf of uh, zucchini bread with some butter. Oh, that, that sounds good. Zucchini bread. Uh, and uh, But many ex explorers who came to the Americas brought back with them uh, what they considered strange foods, including the zucchini. The zucchini eventually found its way to Italy, where it was named uh, Zucchini. Zucchini. <laughs> I guess that's where the name came from, zucchini. Native Americans referred to zucchini as something eaten raw. However, we all know that zucchini tastes best cooked, especially in bread. It's baked in bread. Zucchini bread is similar to other quick breads like banana bread. Other quick breads you might be familiar with uh, uh, making include muffins, uh, scores and biscuits. Uh, when baking zucchini and banana bread, go uh, bread go into the oven in loaf pans. When finished, slice and serve with butter, peanut butter, jam, or just plain. I like mine with butter. Butter's good. I eat it plain or with butter. And uh, zucchini bread is a uh, uh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. And uh, I guess. It seems like whenever there's a garden, you always have a, a mess load, a mess load of zucchini as far as that goes. So uh, uh, there we have it. Today is National Zucchini Bread Day uh, as far as that goes. And um, let's see, we do have a good article. And this one's interesting because I was talking about the, the Hubble Space Station or Hubble Space Telescope uh, just a few days ago. It's been up there for quite a while, and it still is working uh, way past its uh, uh, expected time that uh, they thought was going to only last a little time. But it's still continuing, giving us information uh, up of, up there in the cosmos and. Uh, this particular article is the Hubble sees a possible runaway black hole creating a trail of stars. And um, perhaps the most uh, 
astonishing phenomena ever discovered by astronomers were was recently observed accidentally by the Hubble spacecraft or space telescope. And isn't that usually the case? It's by accident they discovered it. Uh, what Hubble saw was a, a, a supermass black hole three times the diameter of our whole galaxy. Oh, that's huge. Three times the diameter. Uh, speeding through the universe so fast that it would pass the Earth and arrive at, a, at the moon in just 14 minutes. Wow, that's fast. Almost as amazing... Uh, was what was behind it, uh, a bright contrail, a newborn, uh, or a contrail of newborn stars, clearly visible in the telescope uh, image, like a colorful stretch, scratch on a record. Okay, you know, the old uh, uh, vinyl LPs. The trail was so unusual that scientists originally dismissed it as a result of a malfunction, but followed up um, spectroscope observ observations revealed it was 200,000 light years long, um, a chain of young bright or young blue stars. Nothing even remotely similar to this has ever been seen before. The scientists are speculating it was the result of a sort of cosmic uh, billiards where two or perhaps three large black holes bounced into one another so they did boing <laughs> rather than gobble up stars ahead of it like a uh, cosmic Pac-Man. The speedy black hole is plowing into gas in front of it to trigger New star formations along a narrow corridor, NASA press uh, release reports. The black hole is uh, streaking too fast to take time for a snack. Nothing like it has ever been seen before, but it, has, it was captured accidentally by the NASA's Hubble Space Telescope. A very bright ball of ionized oxygen can be seen at one end of the column, a result of the black hole's speedy speed of movement, gas in front of uh, of it gets sucked or gets shocked because of supersonic very high velocity impact of the black hole moving through the, the gases. How it works exactly is not really known, um, says uh, Peter Peter Van Duncan of Yale University. This is pure, uh, what's this word? This is pure serenity that uh, we stumbled. Uh, this is something they just stumbled on by accident. While looking for uh, gobbler star clusters in a nearby dwarf galaxy, uh, the scientists uh, uh, they spotted the trail of stars and dismissed it as cosmic rays reflection in the lens of the telescope. But after they removed all cosmic rays, it was still there, prompting a uh, spectroscope analyze at uh, the uh, Keck Observation Ob Observatory in Hawaii. Uh, confirmation of the star formation in the contrail led to the theory of it being a black hole. 
which uh, they all um, had had explained. The idea of the idea is that two supermasses, massive black holes, merged to form a spinning binary black hole system around 50 million years ago. Now, how did they come up with that age? Along came a third galaxy, which also had a supermass black hole in the middle of it. And as it was pulling into the existing binary, uh, the uh, violent galaxy or gravitational force was so strong that it uh, pinged the third black hole out of its own galaxy and set it whizzing away. Now, how did they find it? Is that just speculation, or did they see the other? Oh, we're gurgling. Okay, we reset? Yeah, we're reset. I gurgled a little bit there. I had to pull the plug out and plug it back in. Um, maybe the black hole just went by us. That's what caused all that static. <laughs> but anyway, um, uh, along came a third galaxy, which also had a supermass black hole in the middle of it. And as it was pulling into the existing binary, the violent, violent gravitational force was so strong that it pinged it, sort of ricocheted the third black hole out uh, of its own galaxy and set it whizzing away. So that's interesting. Uh, the original binary may still be intact, or it could have similarly rebound in another direction like uh, the third one did. So how do they know there's three? That's interesting how they would come up with that. If they're stating it, there's a possibility that this happened. There, there is a feature seen on the opposite side of the host galaxy that might be the runaway binary black hole. Circumstantially, evidence of this is that there is no sign of an active black hole remaining at the galaxy's core. So that answers that. So um, that's pretty interesting. Uh, Follow-up observations are planned with more sensitive James Webb Space Telescope. Uh, we'll be looking at it and research and research in the Astrophysical Journal letters. So get the James Webb Space Telescope on this. That's interesting. Where they should they should do that immediately. You know, that's the one thing we have not heard that much about this. Actually, let me go ahead and Google the James James Webb uh, Space Telescope. And yes, the uh, the family members still have the lingering cough, as far as that goes. But everybody is doing well in the family here. Let's see, James. What's going on with the James? Let's go ahead and take a peek at what what's the latest. Uh, let's see. This is just from yesterday. Webb reveals Earth early universe uh, prequel to huge galaxy cluster um, so they're looking at a huge galaxy cluster it looks like it's this current news okay so this I guess it's not as I don't know to me it's not as prominent as uh, seeing a, a black hole whizzing across the uh, cosmos that's something as far as that goes so there we have it our uh, interesting uh, interesting story as far as that goes, the Hubble sees a possible runaway black hole creating a trail of stars. And uh, they're going to have the James Webb Space Telescope follow up and look at it. James Webb Space Telescope is busy looking at a huge 
uh, a huge, uh, uh, what they say, huge galaxy cluster of some sort. <laughs> as far as that's going, it's what's its current assignment now. As as far as what it says in the news, uh, let's see in history. Let's see. Let's go ahead and hit the uh, history here. Oh, let's see. What do we have here? Back in uh, 1946, today, million. And we're talking about Italy with the zucchini. Today, millions of Italians will take to the streets and the backyards grill to celebrate Liberation Day, which marks the victory uh, uh, of the uh, partisans over the Italian fascists and their Nazi puppets during the Italian Civil War, I guess. So I guess they had their Italian Civil War during the World War II. The second most important national holiday, as opposed to uh, religious holidays in the country of Italy. Liberation Day is a time when families get together, eat. What else? Yeah, what else are you going to do in Italy but eat? Play sports uh, in the springtime weather and attend parades to celebrate. And this started back in 1946. Uh, let's see. The... On this day, back in 1940, the first issue of DC Comics series Batman hit stands, newsstands with its number one issue that featured the sidekick Boy Wonder Robin and Batman's greatest adversary, the Joker. Uh, let's see, back in, uh, let's see, that's not, oh, let's see. Uh, 64 years ago today, the St. Lawrence, Lawrence Seaway, that's uh, right there that borders uh, the United States, you know, northern New York and uh, Canada, officially opened for, ship, for shipping. An enormous maritime trade route, the Seaway connects the Great Lakes of North America and the all-important cities on their coast to the Atlantic Ocean via the St. Lawrence River, um, as far as that goes, Great Lakes and Seaway. Shipping generates $3.4 billion in business revenues annual here in the United States. In 2002, ships moved 222 metric tons of cargo through the seaway. That's a huge amount of cargo. And let's see, what else do we have? We have, um, let's see... Oh, this is a good story. 304 years ago, Robinson Crusoe, by the story and the book by uh, Dan Daniel Defoe, was first published. Most popular, most people consider that the first novel in the English language it is a fictional autobiography of a castaway who spent 28 years on a remote tropical island and uh, encountering cannibals before ultimately becoming being rescued, and there was a movie uh, called Robinson Crusoe. That's one I, I just remember. It's probably one of the first movies I've ever seen. Robinson Crusoe. And then they had Swiss Family Robinson, the family that was uh, stranded. Um, let's see. And then you had the the Tom Hanks era. Um, oh, what was Tom Hanks's? Uh, oh, what was that one movie with the? Uh, the, the soccer ball. Let's see. Tom Hanks. Let's check him out. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks movies. Let's see. And, uh, oh, it's not doing anything. What's going on here? Oh, okay. I used the right keyboard. <laughs> Since I got two, uh, two, um, I, I've got the newer computer now. Um, I got the two keyboards and stuff. So it's a, 
let's see, Tom Hanks, Castaway. That's what it was called, Castaway, as far as that goes. And uh, uh, Tom Hanks, a great, great American actor. So um, let's see. Oh, uh, and what else happened? I got another page here of history. Let's see. Let's see, can we get to this? Let me see. Previous. On this day, was it? Uh, let's see if this refreshes. I'm refreshing the page. We're over 32 minutes. I'm not in no hurry. Uh, we'll go a little bit, a uh, few minutes over as far as that goes. But let's see. Uh, today, oh, it's not letting me look at that. Oh, what the heck? That's a shame. Let me see. Let me go back here and try this again. Let's try this one more time. And we just cursor down to that particular page. And today in history, April 25th, Union forces capture New Orleans back in the Civil War, as far as that goes. And it's not letting me. i got to sign up for something. Okay, so that won't work. So there we have it. That's our good, uh, our, our, what happened on this day. Uh, several years back, whenever, as far as that goes. So, but we are at the uh, the end of the today's audio po- uh, podcast, and I want to say thank you all for uh, your listen. As far as that goes, we'll post this up, and uh, um, would like to say thank you if you're you've listened all the way through thank you very much it means a lot as far as that goes and uh i it's greatly appreciated i do have to recognize that each and every time uh, as far as that goes because it's uh um it, it truly is uh a good thing when i see the the stats there and like i always said if i only have one or two people watching or not watching this is audio rich as far as it goes but listening it's worth worth the effort and uh sometimes i'm i'm listening too i I listen to my replays as far as that goes and it gives me some good feedback uh as far as that goes so i'm always it's always fun doing the audio here on spotify for podcasters and uh, we want to say thank you spotify i have no association with Spotify, but they, they have a good, uh, um, just get used to the fact that it's no longer Anchor anymore, it's Spotify, and uh, I really appreciate that because they, uh, they send this out to a group of other platforms as far as podcasts are available over there, uh, you can listen to me over there on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Google uh, Podcasts, I'm over there on iHeart, uh, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Radio Republic, Stitcher, which I used to use, but I'm, I listen to, to my podcast on Fountain Podcast app, which is a great podcasting app. So um, I love all things that are audio, and I just wish there was a lot of people back from those audio boo days. They, they're, they're nowhere to be heard as far as that goes, as much as uh, um, used to be. Um, and I've done my digging as far as that goes. Uh, so. But this is where I'm at for audio, Spotify for podcasters, and it's where I will remain until the, uh, as long as Spotify is here. So, but this is Rich Roberts, Fireman Rich, here on the uh, uh, Fireman Rich audio podcast, Morning Coffee, uh, for this uh, 04.25.2022.
2023. You all have a great day wherever you may be on this blue marble. Live life, have fun. Ciao for now. As always, peace. Take care, folks.